0: Our theme now is The Servant's Attitude. I'm Wayne Shepard with Ed Cannon, the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. And we are going to talk about servanthood today in Scripture. But Ed, um, you've been home a few weeks now. Well, maybe not home because you are on the go constantly, but you traveled to Cape Town, South Africa, where our team from around the world gathered. You saw some real servants, didn't you?
1: Yeah, we had about 60 uh, FEBC leaders there at that meeting from around the world, and Wayne, I've shared this with you before, but this particular trip, it really came home to roost on me that um, what these individuals do working in countries uh, like Pakistan, like Indonesia, uh, like Chad and Malawi and Africa and in China and Vietnam, very difficult places, what they are willing to do with their lives – to serve Christ by broadcasting the gospel actually kind of puts me to shame. Yeah. I, I come away from it and I say, I don't do near enough. There's, there's, the, these people are willing to sacrifice so much. Um, interestingly, I, I shared with you this morning, I was on the airplane coming home and and I watched this movie, The Schindler's List, twice. And the message at the end of that film where he says, he did so much— but there's things he could have done could have that done was more. more. Mm-hmm. I could have sold this car and saved 10 more people. I could have gotten rid of this pen and saved two more people. And that's kind of the message that I heard from these staff. Wonderful, godly servants doing so much, sacrificing so much. It raises the bar for all of us yeah, and helps us to think about being true servants in in. A much deeper way than we had before. So it's a good message. Mm-hmm. It's a challenging message, sure. but it's okay.
0: I wish we all could have been there because I've been sensing from you this impact it's had on mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if you could just share maybe just one story of one of these leaders of, of, of our FEBC ministry in a particular country that impacted you mostly.
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, we had Amos on the program a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's our FEBC Malawi director. He has these he's thousands of listener clubs throughout Malawi. Um, these are gatherings of primarily Muslim people who are listening to our broadcasts.
0: Yeah, we listen to the radio in the car or maybe in our kitchen. You know, we don't normally listen in a group of people. But this is what happens in other countries. It,
1: it's culturally the way they they get together. And the photographs of the people listening to the radio, um, they're packed in like sardines, Wayne. They sit shoulder to shoulder. They're 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 not bothered by the kind of things that we prioritize here in America about being comfortable mm-hmm. and you know having our space. No, they're just all jammed in there sitting on the dirt floors listening. And the interesting thing, you look at these photographs of these listener clubs, they're all smiling. They're all filled with joy. They're listening to God's word in a way that we oftentimes don't. But back to Amos, he wants to be with the listener clubs as often as possible talking with them about the meaning of the program they just heard, ministering to them, discipling them, getting them to be uh, more engaged with the program. So he travels seven days a week on a motorcycle, on dirt roads in Malawi in order to meet with these. He says sometimes he'll meet with seven listener clubs in a day, traveling from one to the other to the other, going and going and going. Uh, Oftentimes, they have power outages there. He has a difficult time getting fuel. Uh, And and yet, never before have I seen anybody with so much joy as that guy. I've never seen him not smiling. I've never heard him complain about anything. Um, They run their radio program often off of batteries that they have wired together in the floor. If you'd look at it, you'd think that's not safe. But it's what propels the transmitter that sends God's word out to these people in Malawi. So um, literally, seven days a week, on a motorcycle, on a dirt road, and never complaining, always smiling, a servant of
0: Christ. Teaching us how to be servants. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's turn to Scripture, Ed. Of course, Christ is our supreme example of servanthood. Isaiah 53 uh, paints him as the suffering servant that he
1: is. Yeah. He was oppressed and afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before the shears, and he was silent. He did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgression of my people he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth." You can't imagine, uh, Wayne, something more challenging and difficult in order to fulfill his mission, in order to serve us Mm -hmm. with the opportunity to be forgiven of our sins.
0: So there was sacrifice involved here, which is true of a servant.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm making no comparison between Amos and Christ, of course. But when I see what these uh, servants at FEBC are doing around the world, um, our staff in in Hong Kong— we're all interviewed by the government. And uh, the going away message from the government to the staff in Hong Kong was, well, I understand that um, uh, you're serving here and you you have a job here. We just wanted to let you know that we know that everything you're doing is illegal. And um, hmm. we just wanted you to know that we know that. So
0: That's intimidation is what that is. It right? is. Yeah.
1: But the point I'm trying to make here is that Servants of Christ everywhere um suffer to a certain degree. Amos is traveling constantly on dirt roads in a hot country in rain on a motorcycle so that he can meet with these listeners and share with them the good news of Jesus Christ. And I think there's a lesson from Amos and our staff in Hong Kong, and of course the gratitude that we have to have for Christ because he was a servant. He didn't come to be served. He came to serve. And there's a great message in that for all of us.
0: Yeah. Well, turn to Mark chapter 10, where he says, uh, on the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you will be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you will be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many.
1: Mm, mm. You know, that points me to even a deeper verse for my personal understanding of this serving uh, it comes in three of the four Gospels. I'll read today from Matthew chapter 16. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, and everybody remembers the, you know, he'll pick pick up his cross and yeah. follow me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But in three of the four Gospels, it says the same thing. If anyone would come after me, comma, he must first deny himself, pick up his cross and follow me. And I remember one time going through a little exercise, Wayne, and I can talk about this because for me it was humiliating. Someone challenged me to take out a piece of paper and write down on that paper, what have you denied yourself for Christ? What have you denied yourself? And it was a humiliating experience. You know, I, I had purchased a cup of Starbucks coffee that morning for like $3 or something. Could I have denied myself a little bit of pleasure and privilege and done something else with that, or spent my time differently than uh, treating myself to a delicious cup of expensive coffee. I don't know, but that's the challenge. If you are to be a servant, if you're serving others, that means you put them first. And if you're really putting someone else first in your life, that means they're you're physically taking things off of your own agenda that would otherwise only serve you in order to make space for doing
0: that. Yeah, I want to turn back to the staff of the Far East Broadcasting Company scattered around the world in some 50 countries. Not perfect people. None of us are, right? But they do inspire us to servanthood. I mean, every time I come in contact with them, what little bit of traveling I've done to other countries and seen them firsthand, I never come home without being challenged myself by their their attitudes. I mean, it's remarkable.
1: We need that. We were in India one year. And I, I saw a digital thermometer at the uh, Delhi airport that said 120 on it. And it was Fahrenheit. so hot. Fahrenheit. Wow. And we were getting ready to travel to meet with uh, some house church people that were using the radio as as a tool to preach to their people. And it was about a four-hour drive and it was on bumpy, dusty, dirty roads, and I got into the car, and of course, the, you know, I I shouldn't have, but they always insist that I take the front seat, <laughs> and the rear seat of the car had three people in it.
0: That's part of servanthood, right there. Huh? That, and that they, yeah, do that, yeah.
1: And they told us, "Don't worry, that you know, the car has air conditioning, so it'll be a pleasant ride." Uh, so we got in the car, and while it was 120 outside, it probably was 123 inside the car. <laughs> At least I felt like I was in the oven on Thanksgiving Day, but. <laughs> Yet I was sitting there perspiring and thinking about suffering. And I actually said to the guy, I thought you told me, you know, you had air conditioning in the car. And he said, well, we do, and it's on. <laughs> <But when> the, <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> when the temperature's that hot outside. It would be 130 otherwise. <laughs> and then I look in the rear view mirror and see these three staff in the back seat. One of them was a lady sitting in the back of a very small car in the middle. And it was just as hot for her as it was for me. And yet she was singing Christian songs <laughs> quietly with a big smile on her face. And those kind of circumstances, Wayne, really bring me to my knees yeah. and humble me, thinking, what am I willing to do to serve him? Turning back to those verses I told you in and Matthew and, and Mark, you must first deny yourself. So I should have volunteered to put her in the front seat and let her sing to all of us as I took the back seat. And um, hmm. these are simple and silly little things but it's what Christ told us to do.
0: We're so glad to have these examples, aren't we, and, uh, to follow? And, of course, coming back to Scripture, Christ, again, is our supreme example. Think about Philippians chapter 2, the famous passage, of course, that we all almost could cite by heart. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, Hmm. did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. I'm reading from the CSB Bible here. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death.
1: Wow. 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 Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm just moved by that, Wayne, and... Um, I'm glad you pointed out, you know, I'm telling these examples and stories about the FEBC staff around the world. Uh, I'm not trying to put them on a platform. Hmm. And they certainly would not (laughs) want me to ever do that. They would be embarrassed. They would be embarrassed. But rather just pointing out how we can learn from simple examples in life of what other people are willing to do and in much more difficult circumstances than we've got. And it challenges us, Wayne. It does. Uh,
0: yes. Important point to be made there. It challenges us. Uh, the two of us, just as it does, hopefully, our listeners as well, because we all need this, uh, this attitude adjustment yeah. about servanthood. So, well, thanks for the conversation. Thanks for the report about the ICC meeting. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, we're going to pray for these people knowing just a bit more about what goes on around the world.
1: Yeah. And you know what? The ICC meeting, Wayne, was actually, there were so many other great things that happened. We came to some real common knowledge about things we need to do differently in the future and learning from one another. Mm -hmm. You know, we struggle all the time to hire staff. These are countries that are less than 1% Christian. How do you find good staff? So here's some ideas that came out of the ICC.
0: One one country helping another country.
1: Well, yeah, learning from one another. But our staff in Africa say it's so difficult to hire people to do like Christian broadcasting on the radio. First, it's hard to find Christians. So what are you doing about that? They said, we bring our children and children of the uh, ministry. We have them broadcasting starting at age eight. (laughs) So first of all, he said, these sweet, innocent little voices on the radio make great broadcasters. But more importantly... They're building powerful disciples. So when they're 30 years old, we don't have to worry about hiring staff. Hmm. We have engineered our own staff. And so what a great strategy. These are the kind of things we're sharing with one another. How do the obstacles that the world places in front of us, how do we get around those through innovative ideas and concepts? That was sort of our theme of the whole meeting. Fantastic. So many great ideas. I'll be happy to share you next time that we're together. Uh, some more of those. Look things.
0: forward to that. I really yeah. do. Plant a tree for whose shade you'll never enjoy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Ed Cannon is president of the Far East Broadcasting Company, as you know. And thank you, Ed, for these conversations on this podcast. It's just an attempt to let our friends know what goes on at the Far East Broadcasting Company and the thinking that goes behind the strategy.
1: Well, it's my joy, Wayne. It's my joy. If you'd like to know more,
0: go to febc.org. Look for Unreached and in Focus, information on how to reach the unreached of the world, which is a major goal of the Far East Broadcasting Company, reaching people everywhere for Christ. Go to febc.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for another edition of Until
1: All Have Heard.